Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 58 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter, at WrestleBuzz on TikTok. Fuck it. We're on Facebook now, boys. Let's go. At WrestleBuzz on Facebook. Check us out. It's more of like an open discussion over there. So if you want to like us on Facebook, leave your comments, start a, start a conversation, you're able to do that. So uh, check us out there. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, anywhere you want to download a podcast, we are available. And if uh, if you're doing it on Apple, leave us that uh, five-star rating and a beautiful review for your boys. It is I, Joseph Crush, NJ3. Whew. I don't know. There's not really much to say going into this week, but uh, well, listen, we'll get there. Let me talk to you all because we got some stuff to dive into this week in, uh, in wrestling. Absolutely. Nikki Noodles. Looking, What's up, boys? What's up? Swole today. Big swole no, today. No, no, oh, big come swole. on. He is he is big swole. Yeah. I'm I'm really close to the camera. Little swole. Really what it is. <laughs> Little swole. But the, the veins the veins are pumping with a lot of anger from what, what transpired this entire week. So yeah, and we'll we'll get into it. And uh Bad news, Tom Canelo. Uh, yeah. up this week, huh? Yeah, Jeez. A, lot of, a lot of fucking bad news this week. Yeah, that right. <laughs> this is Tommy's show. This is his week. This is his show this week. <laughs> uh, before we get into what everyone expects us to get into, uh, we gotta appreciate our sponsors, Nerd Focus. I mean, every week we say it. We got the link in the bio. You click that link. You go to Nerd Focus, the best energy drink in the world. ND20 is the code to use at checkout. Look at Noodles is repping right now. Ready to go. 20% off. Uh, buy two cases, get free shipping, I believe. I, I forget. That's correct. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Got to write that. Buy down. two, get free shipping, baby. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's a drink that, I mean, it's a sponsor, but we, we, we actually enjoy it, right? So it's not something we're just plugging just because we're plugging it, but we actually enjoy the drink. I drink it daily. Um, it helps me get through the day. I replaced my cup of coffee with that, and uh, I don't know. It, just, it tastes good. It makes me feel good. No jitters, and uh, I mean, it just—it's just a great energy drink. It's different from the other ones that they sell out there. I mean, when you get the vitamins and you get that think, you think that think energy. I yeah. guess you want to call it. I mean, anything is possible. Anything. Absolutely, especially dealing with the podcast we're going to deal with today. It, it helps you get through those oh, negative times. Yeah. So. Uh, Shout out to Nerd Focus. Like I said, the link's in our bio on Instagram. Or if you go to our link tree, uh, you click that link, use code MD20 for 20% off, and uh, enjoy yourselves, people. Uh, also, Paper Champion. Another another, another uh, week another on week. the top. Yeah, NJ3 is killing it in, in, uh, in fantasy. He's hot right now. He's right. hot. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> um, Call me Big Swole. Big Swole. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I got like 45 points this week. Not, yeah, you uh, did. You did real. You did well. Yeah, you were only 10 points behind me this week. Yeah, I'm still standing in the top seven out of like 25, I think it is. I forget how many people are in it. And Tom, you know, I mean, you're going to make the move soon, I think. I think it's inevitable. 
we got to let go of Bray at some point. So uh, I'm excited to see who you pick up and <laughs> it, when it happens. I'll pick but, up uh, Alistair. Oh, wait, never mind. Oh, God. Too soon. Too soon. Um, but yeah, shout out to Paper Champion, thepaperchampion.com. Uh, unfortunately, like we say, signups aren't available at the current moment, but uh, you can check us out the standings, how the, how the league was ran, and then uh, look out for next season when signups are available. Uh, it's Paper Champion, fantasy wrestling. Don't write. Uh, yeah. Dig it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the, the obvious topic of discussion this week is is the releases in WWE again. And before we get into it, I think Joe Money has a has a question for us, and I think it's it may be on that same topic. So, Joe, let us hear it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. What the fuck is wrong with him? My question of the week. What the fuck is wrong with Vincent Kennedy McMahon? Is he sick? I mean, does he have dementia? Does he have Alzheimer's? Is he just not all there? Like, what the hell? Someone take the reins from him before he takes reins away from us. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, is Eva Marie really our savior? Uh, just tell me. Is there something fucked up with Vincent Kennedy McMahon? Sorry for all the F-bombs this guy, this week, guys. Um, but uh, just tell me before I legit go insane myself. Have a great weekend before we all just stop watching wrestling. They see it, they see it. Well, you know, Joe's usually a happy guy. He ain't happy this week. And I, I could speak for a lot of wrestling fans. We're not happy either, especially, uh, you know, WWE fans. Vince, I think, safe to say, confirming 100%, he's lost his damn mind. We got Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Ruby Riot, Santana Garrett, Uh, Lana, Lana, and that is that it. Buddy Murphy and Buddy Murphy. And Buddy Murphy. Rock. He's Don. no longer the best kept secret. No, a lot of Secret's talent out. on the toilet. A lot, a lot of talent, and they're gone. <clears throat> I don't even know where to start with this one because I feel like it's a re- it's a repeat topic we do every week. Releases of some sort, whether it's talent, whether it's office people. NJ3, we'll start with you, the professional. Um, Braun, I, I'd say, was the I, as much as a shock Alistair was because of mid storyline. Braun being recently in a, he was the Universal Champion in this past year. He beat Goldberg. Main, main event of pay per views. Main event of pay per views. <laughs> he beat Bill. Yep, five minutes or less. And he's gone. He, he's and like, he's a, you look at him, he's a prototypical WWE wrestler. And then you got Alistair, who just started. Who's on his way back doing video packages, starting a program with Big E. He just two weeks ago, he just came out in the main event segment on SmackDown, and he's gone. Now you could argue other people. I'm not going to suggest what if it was a ravishing right. glow, heartbroken. Yeah, there's no more ravishing of the glow. It just glows. Ruby Riot. I mean, she's a talent, a great talent, but. 
kind of the same situation Peyton Royce is in. Like the, we know Peyton was a great talent, but she wasn't really being used to potential. So as much as it sucks that she's gone, it wasn't really a shock in a sense because we didn't see her much. Santana Garrett was never on TV, unfortunately. And uh, Buddy Murphy, I mean, I mean, top-notch top talent. The the Aaliyah kiss of death from yeah. the Mysterio family. Absolutely. So uh, just your thoughts on this whole situation, man. I mean, it's, it's hard, man. I mean, they already had their, quote-unquote, I guess, Black Monday on April, whatever it is, April 15th again. Was that whatever the date was? They did that. They released people in the back. They released NXT people. This is twice now they've released main roster people in the first half of the year. Um, you know, I, I just, I know that back in 2019, that when AEW was really starting up and before they really kind of got on TV, I know WWE was really trying to do their best to lock up some talent and they were throwing money around. I think Vince can sit here and understand that he's not going to be able to put AEW financially out of business. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it comes down to at this point, right? It's like we signed all these people in 2019, big money contracts, right? We don't want you going to AEW. What is happening? They're all going to AEW because you're not going to put them out of business. Yeah, all right. Tony Khan to too, right? and letting <laughs> them go to AEW. I think Tony Khan and the Khan family have plenty of money now. Trevor Lawrence is down in Jacksonville. Money will be rolling in. A lot of tickets are rolling in. A lot of tickets are rolling in. All jokes aside on the Jaguars front. Um, I just think at this point, he's trying to run it now at a business. And I think that he's understanding that he's not going to be able to buy his competition this time. That's not going to happen. So now I think he's going to hopefully, whatever comes of this, is going to hopefully stick in his lane, stay in his lane, reconfigure and understand that you're not going to buy these people out. You're not going to put them out of business. You need to start worrying about you. Um, the people that have this casualties that, that suffered from this, some of it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, like you just said before, Joey, Braun Strowman is literally everything Vince wants. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything. It's weird, right? You'd think it's other people would get cool. released over him, yeah. not him. So it's just, it's a dark day and it just, it, it makes you feel uneasy as a fan because it's like, you, you don't, you, you want to get invested into these people and these storylines. But if WWE is just cutting people left and right, and they've been doing this now over the last 12 months of how many, I mean, I'm sure if we brought up all the list of superstars in the last 12 months, it would, you can put, you probably start your own TV show with it. Absolutely. That's how crazy it's gotten. And if you watch AEW on, you know, on Sunday and this past Friday night, a lot of familiar faces, they're all going there. So it seems like they're operating like a business. What's WWE's excuse? Yeah, now, the, obviously, the big rumor is, or big assumption is that they're winding up for a sale of some sort. I don't know. We're not business people here. We don't run companies, but um, the big Speak for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, like, is this... A, is this a move that could is is a, is this like a, a sign of a potential sale? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, it could be right. You're trying to you're trying to get off of debt, right? At the end of the day, when you try to sell when you try to sell something, or when you're trying to sell a house, right? You want to get as much money as it as you can, right? You're trying to off off some of these um, assets that you may have that may not have um, positive equity in it. But at the end of the day, some of these names that you're letting go are household names, like Braun Strowman's a household name now, Mickey James, and some of these people. So it just it didn't. It, I feel like when you're trying to sell something, you want to sell something good and exciting. Yeah. Why are you going to give away some of these people? And I mean, listen, was Braun making a million dollars a year? I don't think so. 
He was, I think. That was he, his contract. He was? That, yeah. that was the rumor. Yeah, when yeah, he re-upped his contract, oh, it was pretty big. It was yeah, pretty that big. Was, so look, but he earned that, to... though, right? He was main eventing. He, I mean, you could see, you could go through the crowd. There's a lot of broad yeah, strong t-shirts yeah, that go around there. Oh, you know? yeah. He does his thing. But my thing is, I, and I said this to Tom, and we'll get to you guys in a second. Uh, I, was, I was talking to Tom the other night, and without saying names right and i don't because i don't want to it's not my place to say like certain people's names but couldn't you if it was a million dollars that you wanted to dump right couldn't you just pick like three guys that aren't on tv and just get rid of them instead of getting rid of like a main guy like why not do that like why not get rid of wrestler a b and c or a and b because you got to think like salaries range from anywhere from they're all i want to assume they're all six figures you would think right like the especially guys like main roster guys i don't know though and just kind of put together a couple guys that weren't even on tv or aren't used a lot like maybe some people in the 24 7 championship picture i don't know like what, mm. what do I, you know what i mean like they really get rid of that whole division yeah but not, not necessarily get rid of them all but like just or, no, i'm just kidding if you're gonna if they're not being used at all you had a guy that's just why i'm so confused you had a guy that was in the main event last month and he's gone like that i don't know what that says about where their head's at and i don't know noodles if you want to touch on it like i mean we like i said alistair was just in a freaking he just came back man and he's been yeah. gone for how long and they were they had they put money into these video packages and they have a big storyline set up between him and Big E. ready to unveil his his next run and, and it's gone in a blink of an eye before it even started i know it's Jerry said it before right it uh you know, it was a it was a dark day, but it's become dark days now, right? This has gone on for a long time with a lot of guys getting cut, and that's a tough pill to swallow. Now, I don't ever want to see anyone lose their job. For some people, I'm in a way I'm kind of happy that they got released to allow them an opportunity to go elsewhere and to do their own thing. Yeah. So, in a way, we should be thankful for some of them, right? Some of them, you know, I don't know what everyone's pay scale is. We just we just touched on that, right? But you know, some some pay structures have been released, and you see some of them not making a lot of money compared to others. Yeah. And if you're not going to be making a, you know, a great honest living and you don't have an opportunity to, to actually work to showcase, to increase your, your lifestyle, why would you want to be there in the first place? And I'm sure a lot of them are happy that they got to get, get axed, you know, to create a, another situation for them where they could actually thrive and show their skills. But some of the names that have gone of, of late is just, is mind blowing. I just don't understand it. Um, you know, I did read an article that some guy said that one of the reasons why they feel like, Strowman got let go in addition to his salary was he's so big that there's not, there's not enough competition for Strowman there. Right. Like, but what kind of excuse is that? I mean, for years, they've always had one dominant monster on the show and they always found ways to in a way blow it. Right. You can go back to how they, they destroyed big show and his credibility on numerous occasions. Yeah. They just, sometimes they just don't know what the hell to do. You know, they blow their load early and they got nothing. It did. It did look like Strowman was on the path of the big, or he was, living for sure flip flops yeah yeah how many many turns yeah but he was still he's still a big name he's still a big draw he's a crowd favorite merchandise all over the place you know it's hard to say what's going on you know i don't want to assume that you know they're selling this or anything because you know no one knows what's going on on the inside but it certainly doesn't paint a good image of all the negativity that is associated with moves of of this magnitude uh i'd like to say that you know things would be on the up and up but I don't really have any clue what they're doing. I, I, to me, it's like instead of cutting all this talent and getting rid of it, why don't you start downgrading on the show on the shows? Start condensing the shows. Make it two hours. I know you're contractually obligated and other stuff like that. But if you can't figure out how to, you know, create storylines for people, 
I think, and I mean, I don't, I don't even know what the hell to say, to be honest. It's, it's just so aggravating. Unfortunately, I think we're at a point as fans where we can't like, that's a, that's a move. If they want to worry about storytelling, then that's a whole other move, right? This is a financial thing. This isn't, it has nothing to do with what we've seen on TV. Unfortunately, it has all to do with like shit that doesn't matter to us clearly because if, oh, for sure, but the fi- finances and storytelling, I think, go go a little bit in sync, right? At the end of the day, right? Because if you're not if they're not doing anything with people, then it seems like they're just not paying people to just sit in the back like they used to, like Jersey said earlier, right? They used to just pay people to hold on to them so they wouldn't go elsewhere. Yeah. Now it seems like they don't care. It doesn't matter who you are. I think there's maybe what five people that you can definitively say there's that are safe at at all times. I, I honestly, there's only so much dude, you can do with three shows and five guys. I don't even know anymore if there is anyone like. I mean, I guess like Roman, Randy, Seth, and two Charlotte, maybe. I don't even know. That was uh, the other guy moving to AEW. I don't know if Charlotte is even sticking around anymore. Like, who the fuck knows, man? Like, we don't well, even this is the know. First, this is the first time Vince has ever run into somebody who seems to have the same amount of money, maybe more than he does. Yeah. This is, you know, this, this is, this is, this, what AEW doing right, is doing right now is, is prime WCW when they just started buying all, all those big stars. Now I'm not saying they've hit the big stars yet, but if you keep get, getting rid of guys like Strowman, I mean it's only inevitable that they start making their own headway over there. Now my my only thing is they they get the the WCW comparisons, but it's not Bischoff running the show this time. It's Tony Khan who actually like gives a fuck. Like it seems like Bisch like Bischoff gave a fuck, but I feel like Bischoff would do crazy things, and that's what kind of you could argue and hire crazy people and like and. That, oh, for sure. But they had, they, their management issues were for real in WCW, yeah. right? Their wrestlers had a lot of, and I think, I think in AEW they've learned, they've learned from these are these are real business guys. Tony Khan is not a moron, right? This yeah. this guy's a, a fucking billionaire for a reason, right? Runs football, te- professional football teams, and everything else. They won't allow the inmates to run the asylum. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. they're going to keep things in check there, and they clearly have a mission, and that's and that's to go after them. And, and mm-hmm. chase them down. And that's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, when you, when you can put it all together, WCW wanted to beat them, but they didn't really like Ted Turner. Wasn't didn't love WCW enough to really go all in, in, in of that magnitude. It, it seemed like WCW went for the jugular, like right away where like cons actually planning an attack. I don't want, I'm speaking like war terms, but like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty calculated, right? Yeah, they're going calculated. through the steps and yeah. they're trying to, they're making their mark. And I can't take that away from them, as much as I dislike it. They're doing their thing, and I and I respect that. Yeah, no, you got to I mean, it's saying a lot when we talk about something. And Noodles comes out respecting AEW at the end of it. So mm-hmm. I mean, um, Tom, yeah. I mean, you, your nickname's bad news. It could be the nerd focus talking about. It could be the nerd focus. <laughs> Tom, Tom, your nickname's bad news, and uh, this might be some of the worst news we got all year. And our boy, we I mean, we all love Alistair Black, but we have a you know Alistair kind of holds a special place in our. We we kind of like those like dark characters, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I don't know. Lana too. Like Lana was a surprise, right? Like she's yeah. she's busted her ass. I mean, you could argue like the whole. Rooster. They pushed her a lot of late. They pushed her a lot. They've given her opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. It's crazy. Um, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen now, man? <laughs> At this point, I have no idea. I mean, who's, who's safe? Exactly. I mean, like I said, when this all went down, unless they got something big planned in the next couple of months, which you know, obviously, we don't know. But I mean. The stuff in New Japan and who knows what else. If that's the end game here, then okay, maybe. But I mean, right now it does not look good. It does not. I mean, being that they just got a billion dollars from Peacock for the network, I mean, yeah. budget cuts. I mean, come on. Yeah, what's the excuse? Like that's what Al- yeah. Alistair, Alistair had. That he came out um that day 
enjoyed that, by the way. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that was freaking awesome, right? Um, he he went on Zelina's Twitch and kind of just talked to the fans and let them know what was going on. And he he came out and said there was never like he he's like basically saying don't listen to the dirt sheets. They don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Um, he said Vince never shot me down for anything. Like he just wanted to make it better. Like he. I think he 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 admitted he did want to try to go back down to NXT, but Vince is like, no, I have something here that I want to do first. This whole like dark, dark father gimmick, and then if this doesn't work, then you can go back down to NXT. So at the end of the day, he he's convinced or was told that it was budget reasons. But I just think like as a fan, we don't know, right? We don't know anything when it comes to money. Like we hear things, we read things. And we're always going to question, wow, you just got a billion dollars. How the fuck are you cutting people? Especially yeah. like people that matter. Like I get people that don't like to cut the fat, right? People that aren't on TV. I don't want to say Santana Garrett was the fat of WWE, but she was never on TV, not even in NXT. So she, I would consider that like in the wrestling world fat, like cut that fat off because she's not even there. But like Aleister Black, Braun Strowman, I mean, I don't know, man, Lana. <sighs> Buddy Murphy wasn't fat. He wasn't on TV, but he was a talented guy. I don't know, Tom. I it's like, I guess you could be, you could say how we're speeches were mind blown, but th- th- does a sale even help this? Like, if they sell, like Dana White sold the UFC and his part, people sold the UFC, but they're still running the show. Like, maybe that's what we'll get, right? And maybe the the, the if they sell it to like Disney or Fox, who are like the rumored places or NBC, whatever, they get that extra money where they can start bringing people back in, in a sense. And then they, Vince and Triple H, run the show. I don't know, man. I don't even know what. Do we know? Do we know if they were making money or losing money during the pandemic? Like, no, they, they, they this money. is their, this is their, apparently this yeah. is their best financial year yeah. ever. Because it was so. Yeah. So there, that doesn't make any sense because that is the most fucking. Yeah. counterproductive thing that you could imagine to be generating massive money, yeah. but then just getting rid of everything under the sun to save money. And, yeah. and they just announced a live tour coming up. So, <laughs> and if, if they, if they were losing money, they're going to get it back now, or they're going to get something back. Cause they're going to be profiting off live events. Not really sure how to feel. I, I don't know. Well, well, it's like kind of one of those things we say all the time. Like it's a question. Maybe we'll never get an answer for Cause as fans, like we don't, maybe the inside, like Vince, one day Vince will do an interview, a tell-all interview, and he'll be like, "What the fuck happened, dude?" And he'll yeah. say, "What happened?" Maybe he won't. So I just find it hard to believe that. I just, as long as he's alive and in decent health, I find it hard to believe that he would sell the company. I really do. Uh-huh. Think about everything that he's been, the way he built it himself. Right? I've seen interviews where, you know, he's been like a little hesitant to, you know, pass it down. He wants to pass it down to his kids and all that stuff. Like how much money he's generated, all these business decisions to not only keep the business going, but line his own pocket. How do you just give up on that now of all times? Yeah. Without even letting the kids have a shot before they could run it into the ground. If that's what you're afraid of. And you see, I just like, unless maybe they don't, maybe they, they see where it's at and maybe they see a decline somewhere. And granted the, the money's there, but the, the weekly viewership and stuff. And you can say it's attesting to the quality of the product but exactly. that's on them but that's on um, yeah, them that can always change too right at the end of the day i can't see triple h be like dude why are you don't sell let me run this shit and i'll make it better like I don't or know even what. his own kids right i mean stephanie and shane i don't think are, are morons by any means they, yeah. they they've been in the business since from birth right yeah. now you, and you're aligned with triple h who knows the business inside and i just feel like it would just not make any sense to at least allow them the opportunity to have the business before you would sell it 
in a desperation move, right? You only sell things when you're desperate. Exactly. I don't yeah. think they're desperate by any, any stretch of the imagination. I hope my, not. Just my personal opinion. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> right? Because, I mean, if, if money was the issue, you just got a billion dollars, right? I mean, you could have just sold the whole company then and got billions of dollars. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that I'm sure that the billion dollars wasn't like a one-time deposit. It may be over oh, a period not, of time, yeah, possibly. Yeah, of course, no but it's still something of that magnitude. It's, but it's still something. Yeah, it's still cash financial that is going to be coming eventually. Yeah. Right. When you make those types of decisions, you're getting. I mean, to pay a billion dollars, you know, you might be getting, uh, you know, ten million dollars a month for the next eight years or something like that. Like you just don't know. That's a lot of money. That's that's covering a lot of salaries just that alone. Yeah. And now, like I said, return of the live events, return of ticket sales uh that they haven't had merchandise also. merchandise yeah it's going to be they're, they're going to see more money come in so maybe and again 90 days ends the 90 day no compete i think it's like a, a day or two before all out so we shit we might see showing up yeah. we might see homeboys show up or homegirls show up in AEW uh very soon i got a question uh, for you guys do you yeah. do you think it's fixable at this stage of the game um, Do you think they've done irreparable irreparable damage with all these cuts and and how they're running things and how they go about their business? Fixable in what sense? Like as a fan, like looking from a, as a fan's point of view. Or At like? the end of the day, it's it's fixable as far as as a product, right? Can can they can they get back to I'm not saying obviously the attitude that shit is no, that shit never, is sale, right? That is never going to happen again. No, but can they give you the quality product that we desire? Or have they gone to the well too many times with the same writers over and over and over again? They don't change. Every time they give a new writer an opportunity, they get a week. And then when the, when the ratings go down, they're fired and they bring them and they go right back to the same shit. Clearly what they're doing isn't really working. How? I don't know if it's I, keeping people engaged anyway. We, we've said it a bunch here. I think the only time there's a possibility of change is if Finn's is gone. Because yeah. um, we know the buck stops with him. So like we, it, the last final decision has to go through him. If we get some another mindset running, like for quality of product, it has to be Triple H. It has to be him or a group with him involved in it, like as the the decision. I don't know. I can't see it being any better with Vince in charge. Yeah, I mean, for me, at least, I, I don't have any faith. I haven't had faith in him in a long time. I say this to all you guys all the time. Um, I think he's mentally unfit to run this company at this point. I think that his better days are behind him. And I think it's like it's like in a baseball adage, he's, he was left in way too long. You know, the other team has now scored, clearly, AEW. And they should have took him out a couple innings ago, to be quite honest. Yeah. I, I I think, you know, if Brock Lesnar shows up on Monday, it's nice, but it's temporary, right? And yeah, I'm sure you, and I, I know, I know like you guys always, are blowing right? up in the group chat excited about it. And I think it'll be nice to see him, but I don't, I still don't, it's not enough. It's not enough because he'll be gone at the end of the summer. And we'll be back to where we are having the same conversation in September. So as cool as it is for a little build towards SummerSlam, even if Cena shows up, he's got to go back and got to do his thing. Going to have to, you know, film a new show. Film and it's still the same guys, him, right? There's, there's no, there's no next in line, right? There's no new generation of talent, right? They have all this talent under the sun, but it's like, it's never, never used properly. So, right? You, like, re- you, you release NXT, them. You release NXT, them all. You watch, that's the problem. Uh, any, yeah. any match with NXT, like the quality of just, just go from wrestling, not even storylines, but just the quality of wrestling. It's just different. With all this talent on the main roster, you can get legit quality wrestling matches, but you don't. More, more often than not, right? You have your handful, obviously, the, the stars that can get it done, but the way they just abuse how poor the storylines are takes away from people's wrestling abilities. Well, And, and not, I watch to watch wrestling. Yeah. 
<laughs> Even so, it's at the end of the day, it starts at the top. Any good team, any good company, anything, it starts at the top. The leaders in no charge question. is what sets the tone for everything. And we alluded to it before. Tony Khan is all in. He's a good businessman. He cares a lot, and he's working with the wrestlers. In, in WWE, the wrestlers are working for Vince. And I think with that adage in this mindset in today's day and age that's only going to take you so far and it's clear as day because of all the budget cuts and the faith that is being lost in that product so to answer your question i have no faith and it's going to take a long time to get me back i'll always watch and i'll always support i've said this a million times nxt is my show and i am rooting this harder than for aw now that i've ever wanted for them to succeed at this point yeah so almost out of spite i thought the competition would would create uh yeah, you, you know, so, yeah. better wrestling for everybody. And clearly NXT is the only one who's really stepped their game up. Yeah. yeah and who's running NXT? Triple H. Exactly. And everything NXT else. keeps getting better. Now. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's tough. Now there's, there was uh, reports coming out from Fight for Shorma Sap that uh, like Pritchard and a bunch of other head writers went down to NXT to like scout people. Um. You always have that worry of well, we just saw what we just saw what happened. Like Alistair Black was a big guy coming out of NXT, yep, great man. worker, great story, and he got released. So anything, I mean, you don't, we don't, we always say we we worry about guys going up from NXT, um, to the main roster, and just the the lack of use or how they're used is is always just horrible. So it looks like they're planning on bringing up people soon. Um, I'm. I'd be Joe. I got a question for you. I'm scared, man. I'm scared. <laughs> Why the fuck on earth does Bruce Pritchard and a handful of riders need to go down to NXT and quote unquote scout talent? Well, they're, are I you mean, fucking it's... kidding me? Why the fuck does any, any one of those guys have any authority to go down there or any credibility when you have triple H there to vouch for somebody plain and simple when you're watching the show every fucking every Tuesday night. Yeah. Maybe there's it's nothing more, to scout. Maybe it's there's more nothing like a, to scout. Maybe not. They're not like they're not like watching the event. They, they have like a the, the character's already there. They bring them up and they fucking ruin it. Everything yeah. that made the character special, they fucking ruin. Yeah, and make them fucking scrubs. Jersey Jersey hammers at home every chance he gets. Yeah, you're not wrong. Truth. So there's nothing to scout. There's nothing for them to go down there and look at and say, "Oh, I can work with this guy." The Triple H has already created stars. They're all studs. Every one of them there is a stud. Yeah. I don't know. I tune in Tuesday nights, eight o'clock yeah. USA. Yeah. Only scouting you need to do. Exactly. You don't need the in-person scouting, but uh, no, uh, you don't need to. I know I, what I see, and it's great. Yeah. Just hopefully that whatever they do, we can only hope very highly that uh, they don't mess anyone up. But oh, it's man. the track records about. It's not good to track. Not good. So, <laughs> uh, we mentioned AEW a bunch in that past conversation. Last night, I'm just going to jump to it. It was pretty big news. Andrade El Idolo is all elite. So the proof is in the pudding. They're they're picking up guys that are getting dropped. First of many. First to many, you could say yes, Tom. That was always Vince, Vince's biggest fear too, right? Is when these guys decided out of their contract or whatever, that they would go elsewhere and these guys would have success not under his watch. And now he's now he's just letting it happen left and right. Yeah. Um, Andrade didn't have the 90 day no compete for whatever reason. I think you could argue why he didn't have it. It's a flare um, effect. Yeah, it's a flare <laughs> effect. NJ3, he looked good. He looked fresh. He, he's uh, 
he showed up with Vicky Guerrero. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Are you frozen? Yeah, he's frozen. He's frozen. Looks like Solid. I, you know he's he's fucked with me before with this. So I <laughs> no, he's ice oh, cold. He's really, he's <laughs> <laughs> um, here, here, here it comes. Yeah, what do you say? <laughs> we got technical errors here. He looks good frozen. Though, I'll tell you that. Okay, he said it looks like we're frozen. All right, uh, we'll just continue. <laughs> there we are. He's back, baby. He's, He's back. back. <laughs> it was weird. All <laughs> right. So, uh, I just asked you about Andrade showing up in AEW last night. He looked good. He showed up with Vicky. Um, just thoughts on the on that move there. I mean, Andrade's always been that guy that has unlimited <laughs> potential, right? He's got the look. He knows how to wrestle. Um, he just can't speak. And I mean that in a, not a disrespectful way. It just that wasn't one of his strongest suits was yeah. the speaking, right? He can deliver a line. He can deliver a quick moment, but his character is not going to get over due to his promo cutting ability. So if you want him to come out as this cocky over the top heel, you pair him up with Vicky Guerrero, the excuse me stuff and, and forget about it. The heat will be drawn right in. And then once he's in that ring, you'll know exactly what you got. Yeah. So I am thrilled. And it was just so confusing when they did it because they did it during the Mark Henry segment, um, you know. And they were like, "She came out and then she said Andrade," and I'm like, yeah. "Did you say Andrade?" It happened so fast, <laughs> and there was no music behind it, yeah. right? <laughs> so I was like, "All right." I mean, I'm excited to see Andrade. Give the guy a little bit of music, but um, music, music is music is important. I feel like you know, he right? walked it just out makes quietly. the moment special. Right, yeah, right. right. It, he walked out quietly and it threw me off. But if you threw, if you just threw on the music and then had his name go across on like the, the screen the Titan yeah. Tron. Oh, it would, it, like, I think it would like, the, like the Jericho thing, right? That's it was right. epic. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm over the moon about it. I've, I've always liked Andrade. I'm a big fan of it. And honestly, like I said, I said it before I'm rooting, rooting hard for AEW. Do you, do you think this was, uh, this t- yesterday was the plan for him to show up or is it kind of just like they capitalized, they knew they had him, but they capitalized on the whole release thing and just it, like, why the hell not, man? Yeah. Look at all this bad traction at those guys. Look, look what we're doing. And, I, and obviously, I hope we got to speak about it all or nothing. I mean, yeah, double or nothing, excuse me, from this past weekend. But we opened the show when we just had a, a decently good pay-per-view with a lot of good things that came out of it with WWE negative news. Yeah. Right? Look what they've done. They're capitalizing on this momentum of bad press that they're getting and bad will and, and reputation. And we're still talking about it, which uh, gets me mad because I, I want to, you know, I want to move on to better things. But I don't have to address the kind of things at hand, but... I say, why not, Tony Khan, right? Absolutely. Why not? Everyone's pissed at them. Come love us because we're here to take you in and we're here to open up our doors for you. And and with all this negativity with WWE, right? I mean, it's given AEW like a free pass yeah. in a way, right? Like the microscope's not on them. So it gives oh. them so much more wiggle room and to be able to take risks and not have to really hear any blowback because everyone's so damn mad. Well, at least especially us. Yeah. So pissed off at what's going on in WWE. It's like, they can really do no wrong right now. They're playing with house money over and over again, and they get more talent every week because of these moves. And, and, we're, and we're only mad because we love WWE. Like we love WWE. We, it's our that's our where we started, right? And like we don't want that's this everything thing. for us, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why we're in the game. That's that's all we know, pretty much. Yeah. So <laughs> as fun as fun as it is to see AEW not be able to have basically like free reign and do whatever they want and like kind of sign whoever they want at this point. It still hurts that WWE is doing this to us as fans. But uh, like you said, Jerz, Double or Nothing was this past weekend. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, the first, it was a very hot crowd, the whole show. 
to say the least. To say the yeah. least. Tommy, uh, just take any any big takeaway from Double or Nothing. Um, I mean, it was a great show. I mean, I mean, it's very cool to see, but Jungle Boy went in the Battle Royal. That's Dude, pretty cool. Awesome. Good to him, man. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember I joked last week on Jungle Boy, but man, holy shit. That was I was going to say, Tommy, when he won, I was going to text you and be like, mm, <laughs> Jungle like, Boy. I mean, that, and the whole crowd going, you know, singing the Steam song and all that. It was pretty. It was Dude, it's, it's so catchy. And, and, and you know what's really funny, Tommy? I want to jump because I love that part. Tony Khan went out and got that theme song yeah. and paid extra money just yep. for that. Yep. That's the kind of support from a boss that they're getting. Mm-hmm. But Tommy, please enjoy that Jungle Boy win because I did. Yeah, no, it was very cool. I mean, obviously, you know, the whole stadium stampede, man, you know, whatever is very cool. But it's just, yeah, I think Jungle Boy is the biggest shock for me. But good for him, man. I hope, I mean, would they be crazy enough for him to beat Kenny Omega? Probably not. But hey, who knows? You know, I mean, they try to get any kind of press they want now, you know, being that, you know, they can do whatever they want, being that WWE is fucking themselves over themselves every week. So what the hell? Might as well try something. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I think Jungle Boy is super over, as I think we alluded to last week. And uh, I think his they announced his title shot is going to be on June 26th. Don't yeah. hold me to it, but it's a Saturday night dynamite. Mm-hmm. So that, that should be fun. Um, can you can I say something real quick in regards to Jungle Boy? Yeah. That, that is a perfect example of how the 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 roles have reversed in, in professional wrestling and what's going on between AEW and WWE. No disrespect to Jungle Boy. I think he's a hell of a talent. He just happens to be really small, right? Mm-hmm. He's a small guy in stature. Nothing wrong with that, but it shouldn't negate the fact that you can still work and do a job to a high level. Exactly, and the yeah. amount of investment that they're putting in this little guy, paying extra money and investing in his character and his ability, even though he's small, and WWE will never, ever give a guy like that a shot to do something like that. And they have all this talent, like a guy like Braun Strowman, and they want to cut him. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, a guy with Jungle Boy would never even get a legit match on, in a WWE card ever. He'd be a squash guy as a joke in any house show going on throughout the country. Yeah. That's 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 where the roles of how the dynamics of wrestling has changed and how people view wrestling. It doesn't matter how big or, if you can work, you can work. And that's why it shouldn't, you, it shouldn't change anything. And that's why we argue like NXT over main roster stuff because that's their their view. They they view that that way down there. So we're it's the main roster we know is always going to be that way. We it, you'll get those smaller guys. We've seen it, Punk, Brian, etc. But it's not. It's just not over the top. Like Jungle Boy, smaller than us. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's pretty ripped. No, I, no, I'm just talking about you know height and, and weight wise, right? I think I think I could put I think I put Jungle Boy down by 75 pounds. Well. Well, stop I eating mean, so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But noodles, we'll stick with you. Obviously, your 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 moment finally happened. Or I think yes. it's your big moment. We all wanted it to happen, but uh yeah, of course. Just give your appreciation to the DMD. Oh my god. I couldn't I was couldn't be more any more jacked up, right? I mean, and what magnified it, I as as jacked up as I was and how excited I was because it's in a new day for women's wrestling, especially in AEW, giving the hottest character the, the shine and, and the glory it deserves, right? That she can go any which way she wants with the character because yeah. it's so damn good. But seeing those pictures you guys sent yesterday in the group chat of her pre being, being much a squash joke in WWE to where she is now, she surpassed even every female character in WWE by leaps and bounds. The hottest thing in wrestling. Yeah. And it's not even close. The way the way Not they're booked, close. the way they're booked, the, the way she, the way she's booked, yeah. how she how she how she handles her own character. Period. She don't even have to wrestle. 
And you're engaged every time she's got a microphone in her hand. Yep. Right. She's the complete package. And that was thrown away on multiple occasions. Not even given a real opportunity to. Yeah. I, I, but you the, the, the moment she- to shine is, it was just unbelievable, man. She's just, she's just tremendous at what she does. And I, I, I like her work as a wrestler. But I enjoy it more when she's got the microphone in her head. Yeah, she's good, man. She's real good. Uh, she's going to change the game for sure over there. And I liked uh, they they upgraded the title. They made it a little bigger because I think it was like a, a, a kid's toy before that. It's still small, but it fits perfectly for the yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Um, and shout out to Shira. Uh, Shida, uh, yeah, holding it down. Man. What yeah. a great run. Incredible run. And she's yeah. going to have more. Too. A lot of respect, too. Like, I didn't, we didn't know much about her before AEW, if anything at all, but she made a name for herself over there. So she, she'll stick around in that, in that main event picture, um, for a while. And then we'll see what happens. I'm shout out to Britt Baker, though. She killed it. Uh, and you also, I, want to reiterate to, to last week's podcast, you, you were the only one that chose Cody to win over a go go. Yeah, and you. I know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so I yes, have you to, did. Have Tip to get, my hat to you. I didn't want to throw. I didn't want to throw that out there, but that's you right. should hey, get yours. Co- Co- Absolutely. Co- Co- Cody. Cody is the. He is. He is following the same career path to a T as Triple H, doing everything he can to be a wannabe Triple H. It's pitiful. It's very fucking pitiful. You're not the only person that thinks that out in, in, in the IWC, just to give you a heads up. You're not, you're not alone. Maybe alone here, but you're not alone in uh, in the world. Well, this uh, this weekend should should have gotten at least you to to feel a little bit more that way, right? I still like Cody. I don't know. I like. I'm, I I'm like, not saying not to yeah. like the guy. What I'm saying though is, I mean, it's oh, yeah, the, the way in the pudding. Okay, <laughs> well, it's just it's just weird. Right before we go back to to all or nothing, it was supposed um, to be the land, nothing, the land of opportunity, that. right? It was supposed to be the land of opportunity for guys who never got their breaks. And here's a guy who's making up for all the lost time he felt he was mistreated mm-hmm. for, for years. <laughs> is really what's going on. Well, what's weird is that on Dynamite he took the punch from a go go and lost, <laughs> but it would have meant more yeah, losing at at all or nothing. Exactly. Yep. He gave he it, gave it to take it away at the pay per view. Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. Uh, NJ three. I mean, we talked about it a lot so far. What what would you take away from uh, double or all or nothing? As you're saying, <laughs> I know all or nothing. I keep doing that, right? Because um, I'm all or nothing with them right now. Dude, Sting Sting wrestled for the first time in seven years, man. Yes. and it was exciting. Gotta, you got to yeah. give it to that guy. He loves wrestling. Yeah. He absolutely loves the business. All he wanted was to wrestle. Still, um, I think AEW has handled him very well in terms of giving him giving him giving him us to the best that, that he can be given. You know what I mean? So meaning that they're not going to put him in a place to not succeed. They're not going to put him in a place. They're going to, they're going to reintroduce him to you. If he needs to be reintroduced, they're going to, they're going to put him on TV every week. Almost. I think he missed like one dynamite since he, since he debuted. Yeah. Um, he had that one, he had that, you know, that pay-per-view match. Um, but it was obviously pre-taped and, and stuff like that, where this was his first live match. And I thought he delivered. Dude, he killed it. I really did. How, how old is Sting, how old is Sting now? 62, 63? Like that. I was going to say 57 or 58, Not but I guess 60 something. He's, he's in his 60s, man. That's fucking incredible. I think he's, uh, oh, I can't type anymore. I mean, you can, I mean, Sting is a top 10 all timer, I think. 62. Right? Yeah. I 62 he years old. 57. He's 62. And he went out there and did what he Wild. did. And, and and you're talking, you know, a lot of time off with an injury that probably should have shelved them forever, right? Like even one of them. What was the point? Yeah, look at those <laughs> and, young guys and, and he's, he's in the ring it. with. 
Ethan Page, Scorpio. you know, Darby Allen. I mean, Scorpio Sky. I mean, these guys are like young guys in their primes right now, and he's in there keeping up with them. Doing his a, thing. a testament wow. to him too to to, to pass I, his, I his skills I and absolutely his, his history down to the next generation. Watching it, right? Yeah. Oh, what a legend! I mean, still hits that stinger splash very nicely in the corner. Mm. Stinger splash is iconic, man. Just don't <laughs> just don't take a buckle bomb again, please. Yeah, no, uh, no, no one should be taking that one. Yeah, that's no, a tough one. Great <laughs> uh, move, but that's got, tough on the body. Got to as much as we we don't share appreciation as everyone else does we got to give our love for the young bucks i think they put on i think it could have been match of the, you could argue match of the night um they did <laughs> they did uh do some controversial things as they always do i think it's like they're 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 this is what they're trying to do to get us mad us as fans mad like to, to always revert back to WWE stuff they did the whole shield thing they did the fucking ooh ah power bomb the roman reigns power bomb i mean like it's you know what they're doing they're getting us mad, and their they, their fans, their diehard AEW fans, love that shit. So it's working. And it didn't get me mad. It just got me like it just made me roll my eyes. I went to sleep that night, and I woke up the next day happy. I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not that upset about it. Think about but, it uh, again. <laughs> I'm thinking about it again. Over to the podcast. But uh, one thing that really stood out to me, and I, I I'll eat my humble pie on this. The main event or the co-main event, the championship match. I was going into it. I was like. I was like questioning like Orange Cassidy and, and Pac being in, at, for going for the title. And then you realize in front of a full crowd, Orange Cassidy is over as fuck. Mm-hmm. And he deserved to be there. It just, we haven't seen him in a full capacity crowd in, in front of a full cap- capacity crowd in a long time. And I just forgot. And I respect I'll i never forget now i won't because <laughs> the motherfucker is over and uh that was a great match oh dude i wouldn't lie to you i lie to you if i'm not saying that i thought he could have won i thought he was gonna win and yeah. in the back of my head i'm like there's no way they're gonna take the belt off Kenny. yeah yeah no, but, but still like, to have that feeling going into the match makes you excited to watch wrestling right to yeah. know that there's maybe a glimmer of hope and that's great storytelling and even during the match like that i was like oh shit oh shit <laughs> and uh ended up not being the case but I think it just goes to show AEW is capable of doing things that we haven't seen or we don't see often on uh, on WWE. So, and I hate to go back and forth, but we have to. It has to. We have to compare. Well, they're certainly trying new things, yeah, and that's so, you can tip your hat to that. Uh, just props to them. I mean, it's it was a, a hell of a show. Um, fans are back in full. We're gonna get a lot of these going forward. The crowd definitely helps, man. It definitely helps. Absolutely. So. Uh, where they go from here, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited to see it, uh, Dynamite. Kind of, we'll stick with Dynamite. Kind of, <clears throat> a lot of sticking with the same storylines. There's really no. I didn't see much new uh, being formed. It wasn't really a great. Uh, it wasn't like an over the top great episode of Dynamite for me. But I think it's just a solid show. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens going forward. I think we got a couple weeks before their next. Uh, Big show. I think like I said that Saturday Night Dynamite seems it might treat it more like a pay per view esque. Uh, they're giving us the championship match and a couple other things. I think uh, last night uh, Hager challenged uh, Wardlow. Shout out to Wardlow uh, to an MMA fight in, in a cage. So that, that should be interesting. that's Saturday night. That's going to be fun. Yeah, so that should be fun. That'd be cool. Uh, and like the, the Pinnacle and and uh, Inner Circle are not done. So yeah. 
what should we? Oh, what'd you say, George? It's going to be long, long, summer baby. long, baby. Yeah. So, oh, man. <laughs> said that it was summer of pain or something like that. I know so. it's going to take <laughs> us through the summer. I said it. They're going to do it, and they're going to do it, and they're going to deliver. Uh, speaking of summer, SummerSlam today actually at the Belmont Stakes is going to get announced where their venue is. Um, a lot of the rumors are going around saying it's going to be Vegas, which is cool. Maybe at like the, the new stadium they have there, Raider Stadium. I don't know if they'd go that big, but that would be pretty awesome. I don't know if they have any other options for outdoors, but uh, are, that's even indoors, isn't it? That's indoor, yeah. Or is indoor. it half and half? Oh, okay. Like so I don't even know. I don't even know where they go. Looks like the Death Star, to be quite honest. Pretty it's, sweet looking. It's, it's such a badass stadium, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's better than MetLife, that's for sure. Oh, my. MetLife's a fucking jail. It's like a it's iron fucking. I hate it. It's just it's just boring, but it, it's so boring. It's I mean, so bad. But it's it's huge, though. You know what I mean? They pack, it packs them in. That's all. It's, I guess that's all people care about. Yeah, but it's yeah. upsetting. It's upsetting when you see all these new stadiums being built in the past 10 years that are fucking phenomenal. And you go to MetLife, which is built recently. I don't remember what day, but then it's like yeah. eh. it just bothers me when, when when stadiums don't do anything unique to let you know that it's theirs. Yeah. Right. Like when you go so boring or bland or do the exact same thing that you already had, like, what the fuck was the point? Yeah. Nostalgia, uh, maybe? I don't know. But uh, or was, having your favorite sports teams pay tribute to a team that to players that weren't even on the team. And they pay homage to people that weren't even on their fucking team. <laughs> yeah. um, I just thought this is off topic. But I th- always thought it was a missed opportunity that JetBlue didn't uh, yeah. have to have that stadium. I don't know. Mm, the Jets and Jet Giants. Blue. Yeah. Very good. Very <laughs> good. I throw that to my head all the time. <laughs> I'll never live that down. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how I, this is honestly, I found this out like yesterday. Apparently it's tag team week, right? And I like who, who decides that? I have no idea. I guess like WWE decided it was tag team week. I, it's so random to me. I didn't even know that it was like a thing. But uh, oh, they can decide anything. They can't decide to keep the roster. So, like, I just <laughs> Jersey's hot right now. Jersey is hot. I can tell. Um, yes, yeah, so that's his first summary smirk the whole entire episode. <laughs> I want to get it's terrible. I'm just so disappointed. I want to go around table and uh, just get you guys tag teams. Your favorite tag teams of all time. Maybe your current. Your favorite current tag team. I just kind of you know talk tag team wrestling what, what is it missed these days i feel like right now yes but uh bad news mm-hmm. who's your favorite tag team all time all time favorite tag team people said they were a legion of doom ripoff but man demolition my favorite tag team of all time love right. those guys from the legends from the you know the face paint to the gear to the there i still think darren just music probably one of the best of all time i mean i will fight anyone on that oh, wow. <laughs> i mean come on you know and physical you know i'll see you on the golf course tomorrow boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're getting when those guys are coming down they even say it in the theme song yeah. so I mean, come on you can't you can't be and i think i think they had a longer run with the titles i mean i know legion are doing one titles everywhere but for wwf at that point i think they had the long i still think they had the longest run of all time with the titles so man for me it's demolition well i think the new day took that didn't they tommy make sure you wear your, your tiger sunday red tomorrow right yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe new day did i don't know out. i i could have swore like they they always talked about that the run i'm, I'm not sure if they hit it or not but I, I respect that pick tom it's a very uh i love demolition growing up as a kid um Noodles, I think I have an idea of your favorite tag team. It's probably uh, the Body Donnas, right? <laughs> Blade Runners. <laughs> it's Young Bucks. <laughs> it's certainly not the fucking Young Bucks. 
My favorite tag team of all time. Jeez. Um, man, that's a good one. I said, I don't want to say my favorite because I have a lot of favorites, but I'd say the, mo- the one I enjoyed the most, the one I had the most fun with was, it's got to be the Rock and Foley. The Rock and Stock Connection. Wow. Really, really. I really enjoyed it. I really, right. really enjoyed that. That was, that was very fun for me. You know what I mean? Because it was, it was thrown together, but at the time, it was different. It was entertaining, and you paired up two legends together. They had a nice little run with it. I respect that. I mean, it's out of left field. I had no idea you're another way. But, I, but, but if you tell me all the time, I would. I think I would say Usos. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I think they they put on the best quality tag team wrestling matches. Like especially, it always goes back to me when they went after um, Shield. Uh, uh, the Shield, or but no. also um, oh god, break the uh, Y family. The Wyatt family, those, yeah. those matches were, oh, they opened up every show and they were the best match every night. We, uh, awesome. me, Tommy and Jersey went to money in the bag of 2013. I want to say it was, yeah. and the, the pre-show was Seth and Roman versus the Usos. Yeah. Right? I believe it was a pre-show. Yeah. yeah it was early. Wild, right? show, and, sure. and now, and look now main eventers. It, went, it was, <laughs> it was one of the, you could argue one of the better tag team matches I've seen in a very oh, long time. Awesome. Yep. Very good. Those, those guys are great. And no matter who, and no matter who they wrestle, those guys look great every single time. We see them show now. Jimmy's back on SmackDown. It's that it just got a lot better for the Usos. Yep. Like they just make the, the past two weeks their match has been great. These guys are great. Um, shout out to the Usos. NJ three, all time favorite tag team. I mean, it's hard all time, right? Like I go through phases, right? Yeah. I go through phases of like I'm really behind this team. You know, I wasn't fortunate enough to. I mean, we we can go back now with the network and and YouTube and everything like, to go back and watch like the Hard Foundation and and all these great tag teams kind of growing up in the um the earlier years but for me i'm i'm the hardy boys man parachute pants mm, you know yeah, team right? extreme baby that i mean i just the the stuff that they did they got i got so into tag team wrestling when like it was the dudleys and the hardys and edge and christian and that's when like tag team wrestling in my opinion almost got re reintroduced again you know what i mean not and it, taken it to the next gone, level but just taking that next level so like the hardy boys i always got behind them like I remember Joey going into your basement. I, I remember one summer coming over. I bought parachute pants because Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy had them. <laughs> Maybe you I didn't care about it. Sleeping? <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely, <laughs> probably. Um, but I mean, big, big, big Hardy boy fan. Love them, Team Extreme. Um, back obviously in the earlier years, not the yeah. newer fluff that we got when they came back after WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, and the team that I just really enjoyed, not my favorite, just really enjoyed Beer Money. Oh hell yeah, beer money! I loved beer money in <laughs> TNA. Rude and Storm were so good. I loved everything about it. It just they weren't my favorite all the time. I just want to always give a shout out because I just love them. Thought it was a big miss that they, they didn't like really push to get James Storm back with Bobby Rude if they weren't yep. doing anything for a singles run in WWE. I thought they could have made that happen, but I love beer, beer money was special. Yeah, great, great pick. Um, I so we've been I've been a wrestling fan my whole life arguably like 30 plus years and so i have like like you said different eras of like what t- teams that i liked i think lod all time is like my favorite yeah team. they're they're up there Legend of course like you could argue one of the best teams of all time they're actually do on WWE network i'm not sure if they f- finished the countdown but they're doing the top 50 uh tag teams of all time that's pretty and cool i watched the first the first 15 they'll definitely be in the top three there's no question yeah you could argue top three um big dudley boys fan growing up Mm -hmm. i think they forgot about those guys for a second i don't know how but (laughs) i know it's it's all it's all 
predetermined, but they ha- I'm pretty sure they have the most uh, tag team title wins from any tag team of all time. I don't know the number. I think it's like 13 or 15 or some crazy number like that. But uh, one of the more successful tag teams. Um, nowadays, I mean, it's hard to pick a tag team. Like, there's really no one around, like, that's, like, really sticking currently. New, New Day. New, New Day's Day. yeah, upper enchilada. They're, they're good. But they're not my favorite. I wouldn't say. Oh, I'm just favorite. saying. Yeah. 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 Honorable but, uh, mentions, though. They got to be honor- in the conversation. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I think, like, when I was a kid growing up, LOD, even my dad loved LOD, too. So we kind of, like, bonded in that sense. Like, LOD was a shit, man. Uh, what a rush was uh, my, got, my mom was big legion of yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the look the shoulder pads like everything was just so great about them and when you're a kid man that shit you don't look at quality of match because that was not there but um i love the lod so shout out to legion of doom both of them gone i mean it's yeah. they're both gone but uh legends yeah absolute legends um so yeah tag team here i think i want to i'm excited to see who they have for like the the top 10 tag teams who they see as uh i mean the the women's list was kind of questionable when it came out but um yeah <laughs> i saw like the t- the top the, the top 10 teams the 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 from 50 to 40 it kind of ranged like really odd i forget who it was but it was like i think uh rated rko was up there um there's mm-hmm. i mean there's 50 tag teams you can probably name i think Lund- paul london and brian kendrick were up there too it was like really just an odd <laughs> i don't even know how you go about and, and taking that but uh yeah tag team week always fun right um let's let's skim through we gotta we gotta wrap this up here in a little bit we we took a lot of time in the beginning but uh <clears throat> we got jimmy smith debuted on raw for commentary i just want to get uh so tommy what just we 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 lost adnan verk uh really wasn't wasn't a good, a good fit for raw right yeah. jimmy smith comes along weren't sure about him i thought he did good what do you think yeah no absolutely i mean definitely improvement over Verk. you know but like we said Verk came in with no experience at all came from i think mlb network and everything espn obviously but jimmy smith you know he he was i think he did mma right kind of stuff and he did yeah. some stuff for nxt so he was kind of familiar with you know like you know, the terminology and and all that stuff. He wasn't, like, looking for Corey Graves to help him out and everything. So he kind of held his own. But, he did. yeah, I thought he did very well. And I'm sure he'll do better as the weeks go on. So, I mean, I miss Tom Phillips, obviously. I thought he was the, the next, you know, the next uh, big guy. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is, unfortunately, that we've been saying with WWE. But this guy, I think he's going to do good. So good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. We, 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 we always show our support if we can, right? Um Commentators are so important to, to the show, man. They, they tell the they, story. They tell the story. They make the moment special. Johnny Jersey's a big uh, John Sterling fan. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I don't listen to the end games on the radio. <laughs> um, Michael noodles. K all day, baby. Noodles. K's good. K's good. Yeah. What's up, Joe? My bad. It's <laughs> all right. McIntyre B. Kofi. Drew yeah, and Bob. Great match, too, by the way. Yeah, very good match. Shout out to Kofi, man. All right. Kofi is uh, uh, top notch. Drew, Drew versus Bobby, hopefully for the last time in Hell in a Cell. I would, I would like to think that has to be the case, but you just never know. Never <laughs> know. Especially now they're kind of thin with the main event. They just got yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, for sure. They they definitely backed themselves into a corner to keep running back the same uh, storylines that ain't work. But I will say, right, we're getting closer to fans in WWE. So now it's it's really getting to the point where it's make or break time. Are they going to yeah. come back? Because if the fa- the fans are really going to tell the story now, if they can't figure it out and get it together with the fans, then I can see the ship starting to pull the Titanic on us because th- there's no coming back from that. Yeah, the fans are going to be able to to 
to Show dictate storylines, I yep. think too, right? So hopefully that's that's the only <laughs> thing that's the only saving grace here is is can the fans enhance and change the product back to where we, we need it to be. I'm not even asking it to be anything miraculous anymore. I just want to be able to watch a couple hours of wrestling and not want to turn the TV off every chance I get or slam my fucking remote in disgust. <laughs> Hopefully we can, we can want to watch raw again, right? That's the, that's the goal here. Got to be hopeful. At this you get 20 minutes, 20 minutes every three hours. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's sad. Really is sad. And, uh, it looks like we're finally getting some progression with Shayna and Alexa. Maybe it seems like Shayna kind of got her. She wasn't the first person I wanted to go after. That's what uh, I know. So it's like someone you, you want Alexa to, to go over with this character, I guess. And then you want Shayna to do well away from Naya. One of them's got to lose. So like if they go this route, it seems, I think Shayna's going to be on Alexa, Alexa's playground next week. She, she called, she doesn't like Lily. She talked shit about Lily. She talked shit about a doll. She said it was stupid. Yeah. Again, starting off not really starting off hot for me, but uh, I'll take what I can get. I guess I need uh, some uh, paper champion points with Alexa, a little more than just a promo here and there. But well, there's no bigger fan on the show of Shayna than Jersey, and uh, I don't think he likes this direction right now. <clears throat> nah, it doesn't make a lot of sense because she, she couldn't can't... Even be Reggie. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> she she can't be Reggie, but she can't. <laughs> she's not. She's not the right person to put with Alexa's character. It's it's a good it's it's a good match. Oh, but yeah. you're Alexa's a storytelling character now. She's not just an in-ring performer. She's the whole thing. And Shane and, has no and Shane is right not. Now. She doesn't. She's not good on the mic. Yeah, so no. it's going to be. It's a little bit strange. Alexa's going to have to really carry this one, which I have all faith that she's going to. But I think Shane is going to look a little bit lost in these promos, which she did clearly in the playground segment. Yeah. It was weird. Could you say anything's better than being team with Nia, though? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Hundred percent. It's unfortunate yeah, we have yeah, to well, look for that, sure. but we don't want to see. Oh it. yeah. So you you release Strowman, but. You know, nice. And still, Nia, Nia, Nia loves Reggie, yeah. and the whole jumping up and down for ten minutes was really, yeah, made me uncomfortable. So I wonder- how Nia is still there, and all these other people get cut when clearly she's the biggest mismatch of any storyline you could possibly have. Well, they used the Braun Strowman excuse of can't match him up with anybody. What can you do with right. her? Who's <laughs> clearly hurt fucking countless amounts of people too. On top of it, so Braun's never hurt anybody, yeah. as far as we know. Might be hurting Raquel. No idea. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, saw that picture. Good for him, man. Yeah, God Strowman's the fucking man. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I root hard for him. I want him to do so well. He'll be at the Wrestling Universe in uh, in three months. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll be there. And we'll be there. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you like? Did you like his post the other day? Sorry to cut you over. That post he had with his with his dog. Get these paws. Which shit was so funny. Oh, yeah. Funny, yeah. He's a funny. He's a funny guy. On, oh yeah, media. he really is. He's a Great he's a real being. dude. Like he's a regular yeah. guy. You know yeah, I mean? he's exactly. just blessed. Yeah. He's blessed and appreciates what he does for a living. Yeah. But he's just a regular guy. I wonder if he's done. I wonder if he like he's all he's. I think he's eight, 37 or something like that. I mean, it's not a. Nah, he's our age, bro. Oh, he is. He's our age. Yeah, oh, really? I thought he was older. But he's in the best shape of his life, man. Look at where he, when he first started to look what he look what he looks like now. Yeah. This guy's put in massive amounts of work. Oh yeah, it's insane. We'll see where he goes. Best of luck to Brown. But uh, we can get him for our softball team. We can get the band back together. <laughs> we could use a cleanup hitter. <laughs> yeah, he'll get a what about Jer- Jersey's cleanup? Though I thought. I think no, Jersey no, I bet, no I bet, I bet five. <laughs> yeah, I bet five. Okay. So as, as hard as it is to believe, I want to end on a positive note with WWE product here. Um, mm-hmm. NXT is giving us a fatal five-way match at In Your House. We got a returning Adam Cole showed up on NXT this past week, interrupt, awesome. interrupted the uh, the triple threat <clears throat> number one contenders match, and 
now we're getting a fatal five. I mean, the interaction between him and Karrion Cross is just phenomenal. Oh my god, so good. People say like NXT lacks star power. That's why the ratings aren't that great. If you if you if you watch that segment and tell me there's those two aren't stars, I mean, I don't. You're a moron. You're You're a moron. That's it. You're a moron. Yeah. But now we're getting the fatal five way, and in your house, Karrion Cross against Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly. And fuck, why I always do this to myself. I always feel like the last guy. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, sorry. Yeah. And uh, it's a positive thing coming out of WWE. NXT always gives us good stuff, but I wanted to end on a, on a good note here just to, to get jacked up for this card. I think it's next Sunday, isn't it? In your house? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. next Sunday is right. I don't, want, I don't want to predict winners here. But no, three, next week. Andrew three, it's been a, it's been a rough episode, right? Today yeah, was tough. Today wasn't the most of positive things. AEW brought us light, no, but uh, a big did. part of it was to to WWE, and they suck right now. But <laughs> this is good, and this I was, is great. I want to get your excitement. The best. I want to get your excitement for this match here. I mean, when Adam Cole first of all to open up the show with that triple threat um, number one contenders match was a really good call, by the way, because you want to start the show up hot. Fantastic. You have Cole come down there and destroy them all and hit them with that. No, no, no. you guys aren't doing this. Not on my watch. <laughs> Not only that, he comes out, cuts a promo like Cole does so well, calls out cross. By the way, when those microphones were down, did you guys hear those interactions? Like you better wait for me in the back. Like, really? yeah, yeah. Like if you could go back and listen to the, listen to that part in the ring, like Cole, like literally cross, like, he better wait. Like he, they, there was. It felt they did a really good job at making it feel like Cole maybe said a couple of things he wasn't supposed to say. But in obviously, in, in hopefully NXT good fashion, that's what we want to see. Yeah. You know, Cole throws the bottle of water towards dude, Scarlett. That's what, I love that, that dude. That was great, yeah. dude. And, and and then Cross had like literally reacting like almost like to take it. For, I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. It was just. I'm I'm so excited for this match, and I I hope that. I hope that it, it it has so much star power in it that sometimes it's like, how is everyone going to get their moments? They will get their moments. This out. is going to be a good match. Enjoy this. We're going to love next Sunday. It's yeah. what we need. It's the palate cleansing we need from this terrible week and weeks of what we've been experiencing lately. I I love Adam Cole. I think if we talk about like all-time favorite wrestlers like Edge, like we just did tag teams, Edge is my all-time favorite wrestler, but right now Adam Cole is my favorite wrestler, and I say it all the time, but the work he just on the mic, dude. He's so believable, and you you wouldn't recognize it. Like it, main roster, he gets swallowed. I feel like because his size, unfortunately, but I feel like his mic work is just phenomenal. I think I'm so ready for this match. I'm so happy he's involved in it. I don't know, like we said, we don't want to do predictions, but I don't know who comes out the winner if it's Cross though, but whatever. But um, that that interaction they had in that in, in that on NXT this week was just great, man. Um, Bad news. I mean, you're a, you're a cross guy mm-hmm. going into a fatal five way. This is, I mean, it's gonna be yeah, I big mean, man. Yeah, I mean, at this point, whoever I mean, whoever wins, I'd be fine with. I mean, I think all five of those guys can carry, you know, carry everything. So, I mean, it's just gonna be great. I can't can't wait for it. And I just, I just like you said, the whole thing with, with Cole throwing the water bottle at him and Cross was like, "What? This guy is this guy for real? What do you call him? A pissing uh, uh, gas station? Whatever the hell he called oh, him? Oh yeah." Look, I mean, how can you not get how can you not get a freaking jacks for that? It's freaking amazing. I mean, look at that. Within two minutes, they made a freaking uh, a story 
down there for something we were going to be talking about probably for the whole summer. I mean, right. NXT right there. Perfect. Right there. Yeah. Well done. Noodles. Yeah. Any, any last takes on the, on the fatal five boy? Yeah. I mean, I have, uh, uh, I'm excited, excitement, but also a little bit of, uh, upset, upsetness with this one. If that's even a word, no, <laughs> I don't think it is um, in the dictionary. And, and Braun Strowman is 37 uh, years old, but let's, yeah, he let's is. keep he, it going spot on with that, by the way. I had um, to. No, that's cool. I thought, I thought he was a little bit younger. He looks younger now when I guess when he first started, he was a little hey, bit up there. Yeah, you're know? as young as you feel. I guess. Right. Um, I, obviously I'm jacked up, right? You got five of the premier talents in wrestling going at it for the, for the championship. Right. I mean, that's amazing. Um, but my only thing that like makes me a little upset and maybe a little nervous is I think that with everything going on and you throw all five of those guys into that match with this, you know, with, with all their storylines already kind of crossing paths in a way, I have a, some concerns that I think there's some going to be a couple of graduates out of that match. Mm. Uh, that's my only thing that kind oh, of you're scared me, that like, they're going to showcase too well and they're going to get pulled off. <laughs> well, because I, <laughs> that's I, I a fear, some of those guys have done everything they could do down there. And with the roster, yeah. the way it is, that, the that's only way to sometimes to freshen song. it up. Oh God. You know what I mean? Like, no, what, what are you doing? Johnny and on a good note. I know, but I'm a little concerned. Oh God. All right, no, let's, stop, let's stop there. Just want to make you, you your boys. You got to be thinking about oh. it long term. Before, before <laughs> we end this this uh, this show here, uh, we just got to go, uh, of course, around the table and do our uh, our MVPs of the week. Noodles, you go first every week. I think it's a given this week, but uh, you just we'll start off here again. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's this is your most obvious pick of the year. Yeah. MD. Thank you. <laughs> All right. There you go. NJ3, MVP of the week. Oh, and Sting, man. 62, and you're showing up like you did. Killing the game. God bless you for loving the game, and we love you for loving it. Good. I respect that. Bad news. I'm going to go with Mr. McMahon this week. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Tom, you're not invited tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to go with the inner circle on that stadium stampede. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty nice. cool. That was fun. A lot of AEW picks. Should I stick with the... Uh, Absolutely the, do it. I'm going to say Andrade, just because, you know, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it happened last night, and it was very... I think just capitalizing on uh, what's going on on the other side, it just makes a lot of sense. And I'm happy for him that he's going to get a chance to still be on. I, I was nervous. Not that this is kind of selfish of me. I was nervous. He was going to get go to like new Japan or something like that. And like not be on my television like on, on a weekly basis, but I'm glad he signed with AW and on American TV. So I can see him a lot. And uh, that, that, that pick had nothing to do with the fact that you have a gem in 10 rookie card that you're trying to increase his value for. That's also but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was very exciting when I saw it as well. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see what happens. And uh, uh, just shout out to Andrade making a, making a big splash on, on AEW. But uh, boys, episode 58 is in the books here. Uh, like I said in the beginning, get us on Apple Podcasts, review, five-star review, leave us a rating. Um, and you can download us anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And please join us on Facebook, uh, just at Russell Bows on Facebook. And join a discussion. I want to get some some conversations going. Uh with the listeners and, and fans of WrestleBuzz, so uh, hit us up on there. And as always, uh, social media, WrestleBuzz on Twitter, at WrestleBuzz uh, on Instagram, TikTok, yada, yada, yada. People, it's been a rough week. But as always, take care, stay safe, watch pro wrestling. <laughs>